No, it is about the, the nude cruise. Yeah. I'm very interested because it's the Bear Necessities nude cruise that we have where this was a day before we're on a ship, we're on the Carnival Sunshine, and it's a day before a bunch of naked people come on tomorrow. I think it's 1,000, 1,500 naked people. We almost ambushed one today. You thought about it. I said it was a bad idea, but I was down. Well, it's an odd open secret, right? That's against all their principles. They don't want to hide shit. There's been a lot of people going, like going, doing the two eye thing. The guy looking in the eye, do you not allowed to look down? Someone did say that's bullshit. It's it's hot outside and it's it's sunny. I think it's going to be the same demographic we have on now, which is old white folks. Except next week, there's going to be naked old white folks. Being naked all the time. Yeah. Freedom. Well, I think we're now, uh, now but we, we are going to talk about this later. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, do thank you so much for listening to the Comedy Fitness Podcast. This is Don Gray, your host. We're talking about new people. I'm here with one of my favorite comics on the whole damn planet. No, 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 stop there. Okay, we, see, he always does this. He always does this. He always does this. Okay, I, this is a learning week for me. This is fantastic. You know about the satellite tour. He's been on my podcast before. Please give it up for Billy D. Washington. I have no sound effects. <laughs> yeah, so, so I got, I got, I got, I got fake sound effects. But dude, no lie. It's, first of all, let me just get this out of the way. Honor, of course, to work with this week again. You know, thank you much for gracing me on the podcast. You know, no, because it's a learning experience every time. We're going to go into it a little bit later with the Situation Room after we get to some silliness, man. But you got some stuff going on right now that is some groundbreaking, big time shit. That's gonna, it, it, it's fantastic. But now back to these naked folks. No, real, only because only because I'm very excited about what might happen. Okay, can we do this? Yes. Can we talk about this now and then uh, on the next cruise? I mean, after we get into it, can we talk about it again? Yes. Like, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I want to do that because I think this is going to come, like, because I have this expectation that it's going to be weird. And then I think I'm going to be surprised at how normal it's going to be. Yeah, did you ever do that device? Never. Okay, because I remember do, thinking that. I'm like, well, um, if there's attractive women in the crowd, then yeah, yeah. I'm just going to have, a, that's awkward. Like, I, I, I disqualified that one so quickly. I'm like, yeah. Imagine everybody naked. That's, that's a bad concept. Yeah, that's just, yeah. uh, no, I'm, 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 like, I'm really like, excited you know, to, to witness it. And not excited in, the, uh, in a sexual sense. 
Or just to decide, excited to be part of the spectacle. Okay, I'm excited to be part of the spectacle. I'm a little excited in the sexual sense, and and no, no only a little bit because look at because luckily I'm single, and then also part of my thing is I think that some of these people are going to be weird. Now the demographics off the hook. There's going to be a lot of naked old people. We saw 61 to 70 is a lot of it, and there's some naked 90 year olds running around. We have we have statistics of the ship, so it's going to be a ride of wrinkly stuff. But you know there's going to be an aspect of it that's going to be swingers, and I think someone's going to ask me. If hey, will you have sex with my wife while I watch? And I'm gonna have to say no. I think three. I think I'm gonna have to say no a lot because that has happened. I've worked on ships twelve years. That has happened three times. I think next week it's gonna be it's gonna double the amount of times I've been asked my whole life. Because come on, man, I'm walking around all black man dingo ish. And I'm not complimenting myself, right, right. but compared to them, right? But but here's the deal. Uh, who knows, man? <laughs> <laughs> Do that no hair on his head, but but, but gray has oh, uh, all on his dick. The gray hair on the penises. How about in the, in the bush? Yep. What, that's gonna, oh, I mean, I mean but now this is what I'm thinking. Nicely, girl. If if bear, in fact, pussy. Yeah. You don't see a lot of vagina hair anymore. But she. No, no. I watch a little. I got a couple. Uh, I got a little. I got some milf extreme milf porn. I look at. Not, it's not extreme milf porn, but it goes in the grannies. I hate saying gilf because I'm like milf gilf. They're my age. They're peers. They're I'm, you know they're they're forty five fifty. But I've seen some great pussy. It kind of turns me on. But I don't know if it's bushy because this is gonna be. This might be some untamed shit, but. Some of them are going to be manicured. Hey, we're going to be naked. And some of them are going to be like hippy dippy. Hippy. There's two representatives on right now, and they look more like the uh, they look more like the clean cut. We get naked. We wear pajamas all the time. They look super conservative, and and they and at the show the other night, I met them, and they looked very concerned. Very. Con- they were worried. Well, after my show, they were talking to the sound dude. I just overheard them talking to him, and then when I walked up. They got quiet and introduced themselves. So I don't know what they were saying. They saw the show. Yeah. So I don't know. Would, would they be like really, you know, offended by like, you know, grabbing, well, you know, my sexual stuff? I mean, I don't cuss in it, but it's, you know, it's naughty. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't think they'll be offended at all. And I'm nasty as hell. So, I mean, and I'm going to be extra nasty the next cruise. Not on purpose, purpose, but on purpose. And as we discussed earlier today, you, I think you're absolutely right. Like, how can people. Freedom is their thing. Freedom is their thing. That's their thing. Like that's their thing. Like they, we do this. Whoo, free. When I do this, I always make sure I flap my wings on my, my arm. I don't know why that makes me feel. But I don't think there's, if there's a bunch of naked people running around flapping their wings. I'm gonna fucking run. But no, I think that's part of the thing. So like to me, freedom of speech, being open minded. I I am curious. Like okay, all right. Now quick sidebar. Coming for this part. Yeah, we were talking about the bare necessities, naked cruise. We're talking about specifically the Naked Cruise, but kind of for this podcast, we do jump around a lot because now I want to go to, we're going to jump to your show the other night, The Situation Room, right. right? where you focus on race and politics. Right. right Now, you do this on a cruise ship right. where you have access to people. They, they did not book the cruise together. These are This is a true slice of America fucking Americana. 
These are people that a lot of them voted for Trump. Not some of them. A lot of them voted for Trump. They can afford to get on a cruise ship. They're in a certain tax bracket. Okay? These are the people that you should be having this show to. That's the, the big thing about the show. A lot of times when we, you see even a Van Jones on CNN or a Come On Bell, they're preachers of the choir. I mean, they're talking to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm pro. I, I believe in all this shit. Yeah. We're just having a rally. Yes, but when you do this show, you are you are exposing people who will never see anything like it again, right. and are ever seen like it before to something new, and it does change their minds. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody now, now, okay. Now that that being said, how would you describe that show? <laughs> Didn't just come the fuck up. You remember? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I never want to come from a position of weakness. Mm -hmm. Like you know, you see these. You know, you see black comedians self-deprecate, mm -hmm. and, and they deprecate the community. And you know, you would think that you know the, the prototypical black comedian uh, has bad credit. You know, uh, has nineteen baby mamas. Uh, so. There's a certain amount of hackiness that's been accepted and proven, and that, that black comics have gone with. I mean, it's, you know, we'll, we'll call it how it is, the Chitlin Circuit, whether you want to call it, like things that we have friends in, things that we, uh, that if we have low-level participated in, but it's something that we, we, especially comics like ourselves, have always worked against. And I like how you said you felt irresponsible. Yes. And, you know, we went throughout the country trying to convince people that black comedians can be funny and still uh, be positive. In, well, well, positive in nature, but, you know, the thought process, the, the thought process extends outside of the, of the hood. And it's because the thing is, I grew up in the inner city. So, you know, I'm... It's, 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 it's a part of me. Yes, we're black. We're black. And the thing is, like, you know, we were basically preaching this show to black people. Yes. Saying that we aren't all the same. It's like, you know, just because I have no problem ingratiating, uh, you know, hip hop and, you know, ghetto sensibilities. But still, you know, because like, if you think about it, like, niggas, they're the most segregationalists. They're almost more segregationalists than, than racist white people. Yeah. It's like, like, if you ain't a, like a real nigga, like I was on the Def Comedy Jam and everybody pretty much on the, on the tour was a quote-unquote real nigga. Yeah. Except, and the only thing that, that disqualified me for being a real nigga, not from where I was from, but I just, I just didn't do like something No, it could merely your vernacular. It could be merely the way you talk. You present yourself, yes. I, I never smoked weed, for one. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. I didn't yeah. hang out. I, I didn't, I've never liked going to clubs. I mean, it's just never been my thing. You know, I mean, just different. Exactly, the vernacular was different. The stuff that they talked about was different. You know, mm -hmm. I would, and not to sound haughty, but I would bring books with me back then because that was, you know, Def Jam was that was before the internet got. Big. What you reading for? But now, like, because, because, man, now listen, now. Like they'd be talking about this is a, this is a great example. They'd be talking about the new hip hop album. I'd be talking about, and they'd be trying to convince me, hey, man, you just check this out, baby. Hey, man, you should read the Celestine Prophecy. It's my favorite. It changed my life. Yeah. And then I try to it's a good book, actually. Like, to be able to evaluate like, different personalities and be able to look at people and go, okay, 
this is what type of person this is, and to be able to qualify that in the category was a big deal. So anyway, so I did that tour, uh, still our comedy tour, you know, for black people. So that, so now I'm, uh, when I get to, to cruise ships, I feel like I'm just this vanilla thing. And, and I think that's what a lot of people think about cruise ship comedians. Uh, that we come out, we do this, this Monday material, we don't challenge anybody. There's a big stigma. Yeah, we don't oh, they're a hack, they're not going to be finding up. We don't, we don't mm -hmm. challenge ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to do something that was both stimulating and cathartic in a lot of ways. Yeah, no, cathartic, right? For yourself, partly, right? Because every time I do that show, when I, when I draw my analogy on how Donald Trump is a nigga... I love that. I love that bit. so good because the, the way we break it down, they can't help but to accept it. Because the same parallels exist. Well, you slam the hypocrisy in their face, and you do it the way Mark Twain always said, if you tell people the truth and you don't make it funny, they kill you. And that's what's beautiful about this show. You, you get to lay out the truth. Because you you're not even slamming Trump. You don't have to. You lay out the truth. You make it funny. So it's, so it's not just palatable. That's how people take stuff. I mean, because no, no one likes being beat up in the head. These Trump supporters know that they, they, they know he's fucking crazy, and they're sick of everybody yelling at him, you're, you're, what the fuck, you're stupid for voting for him, you're, you're you're crazy. So what you do is you just kind of do what you do. Yes, you drop. You 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 just lay it out there, and, you, and also, but you do it in an eloquent, funny way, and you and you, you turn them at the end. Whereas me, man, if I go up there and start talking about Trump, you fucking white cracker motherfuckers, I hate you, shit. You you make me. I got a half white son. You make me look and hate half of them. I fucking hate you, motherfuckers. You've made me racist. Trump has made me racist. That's why I hate Trump. I hate Trump that he made me hate. Yeah. Because that's winning. That's winning. And that's winning. That's winning. Like he he made me angry enough to be suspicious of some of my fellow white people. Yeah, yeah. I say my fellow white so, people. Well, that's the wrong way to say it. That's not all your fault, though, because you know they're in the glass cage now. You know, all these years, black people were the ones that was being observed. Black yeah. people were the ones that were being analyzed and trying to get figured out. And well, when are they going to show their true colors? Now the white people are the ones that are in the cage. Okay, we're analyzing them. Go okay. So, how are you handling the situation? Like, I see my Facebook friends that I've been having for years, man, read some of the stuff that they post, and I'm like, whoa, this is weird. I have a, have a friend of mine that uh, we had a recent discussion about something, and he was talking about how Obama, he was complaining, saying, yeah, well, the course system in school now is messed up, and, and I hate Obama putting it in. <laughs> And that was a, whether it should have been or not, it was a red flag for me. So, so wait a minute, so you're blaming a deficiency on Obama, anything on Obama and the education system. Meanwhile, now we have this lady, the head of education, what's her name? Betsy DeVos. Yeah, we have her. She, she only believes in private schools. She's right. in the charter system. She wants to take money away from public education. She has no experience in public education. Don't get me started. no progress at all. None, none. We're going back. You know, this is the big part, I think, with the, currently we have the government shut down, to give you guys a stamp date. There's the government shut down right now, and this is the big thing, man, like, in all the chaos that uh, we go on daily in Trump's administration, real damage is being done. Conservative courts, conservative judges are increasing. He, you know, they just banned transgender people from the military again. The Muslim ban went through. I mean, this is some crazy shit. It's only happened, the EPA is getting eaten alive. I mean, this is stuff that we don't have time to pay attention to because of how bad it is, and now, it got, but now, but see, now, but Solutions. Right. Your show right. is a solution. I, I try to. It is, not man. Not only do I try to make it a solution in the macro, mm -hmm. but I try to do so also in the micro. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think the whole thing, uh, and thank you for liking the show. I appreciate it. Uh, but I think the whole thing is uh, 
For me, it's been a movement in my head mm -hmm. uh, to be able to convey my thoughts to them without beating them over the head. Which is what you have to do. Yeah, I push them away, then I pull them back in. Mm -hmm. I push them away, pull them back in. Mm -hmm. like, one of the most crucial parts of the show, so I feel sorry for, for nice white people because nice white people look exactly like racist white people. But the most important part of that bit is when I first do it, I go, the people who I feel most sorry for in this country, and they're in here. The people I feel most sorry for in this country, and they're in here. Yeah, you say it twice, and they're in here, and they're and in, they're here. in mm -hmm. here. Are nice white people. Mm -hmm. That disarms. So yeah. if they are hateful, they're saying to themselves, okay, I can pretend like I'm one of these nice white people <laughs> because I want to hear the rest of this shit. <laughs> And then, then, but the only complaints that I get throughout this whole show, and I tell a lot of stuff, uh, is, is that line. And now, see, you know, because uh, and let's go to that real quick, okay? When you when you set up the show, when you set up the Situation Room show, you give them a very thorough disclaimer that we're going to talk about race and politics, and then you, if you want to leave, there's no, we won't feel bad about you, you won't, we won't be made fun of. If you want to leave, you can leave now. You give them a good three minutes, and then when you, and then when you come in, you ask them, you ask, you tell everybody to uh, 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 greet each other, with yeah. a good, and I think that this is so disarming, yeah. and that's beautiful. And then you're able to go into it because, man, when you Yes. I'm gonna say the N word. Yes. And I go, every time I say it, it's going to be clever. Mm -hmm. It's going to be uh, well played. That is a great teaser too. Is that and done purposely? Right. Because okay. that yeah, because that is a great teaser because that just keeps them on their edge. Because you know how people because there are some even the race the, the true racers are like, <laughs> what's he going to say? And I don't say, <laughs> and then and then the and then the true then like the quote unquote we say good white people are like they're they're just as uncomfortable. In fact, I find good white people are more uncomfortable. By the word nigger than some black people are, because right. we use it casually. Because sometimes talking to each other, what's up, nigga? Yeah. Right? But like I find, like I know some white people, <gasps> like they seize up, kind of the same way. I gotta be honest, cunt and faggot do that to me. I don't know why. Because I remember when I was a kid, I used to go fag, fag, fag. Now I am so offended. Like what? The, what the fuck, you clan member? What the? Y'all What the fuck? Jesus Christ! What the fuck is? But I remember when I was a kid, they used to be like fag, fag, fag. Yeah, but the show, but I don't mean to cut you off, but I want you to talk about the fact that, like, man, I know it came from, like, because it's from the Sellator, right, and and from the being feeling irresponsible and then that to get back, but now, a show like this, because this is the environment that, to me, it has to be done in, you know, the, 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 the white people in captivity, right. you have them all there, they're here on the ship, and I, and, and now, now, okay, I like the, the by the way, Oh. And, and the chicken, yes. they stand up. Occasionally they'll stand up. And when they stand up, I mean, I've got a standing ovation. Well, I'm not a standing ovation at. Standing ovation before. But, no, but you, you earn them through merit. But, you know what I'm saying? But the standing ovation yeah. that I get on that show are the most important standing ovations in my career. Fulfilling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More than fulfilling. More than fulfilling. It's the only show that I stress out over. Like every, every time I do Well, as an artist, like you know, for good and bad, we can't be selfish because it, it makes us it makes us work hard. But like, uh, is this show for you? Of course. It's for yeah. Me. Yeah, man. I mean, it's for me, and and it's for black people too. Like, I wanna on stage, man. I want black people to see me, and I want them to be proud of me. You know, I don't want them. To and that happened this week. Yeah, and I don't want them to just laugh along. You know, like some people think 
compliment or take it as a compliment. When people go, oh, man, you ignorant. Boy, you ignorant. Okay. I can understand that. Yeah. And how they mean it. Yeah, and how they mean it. It means more than that statement. It's, it's, it's yeah. But still, uh, everybody else can have that one. Yeah. I'd rather have the one where black people, like people go, man, I'm going to bring my people back to your thing because you want some different shit. There's a, a quick sidebar story. A gentleman on this cruise that was born in the segregated south that talked about having to go in the back of the bus, that talked about having to go through different water fountains. Uh, lives in Georgia where I live, saw your show, more than inspired, bought a CD, you know, and he, he was talking about the same thing. Yeah. About how, and this is before you did the Situation Room. Right. This is just your normal show. Right. That it's right. It was like, and then, and then, man, I was watching him the whole time. You're doing the Situation Room. Yeah. You thought he was. You you think he was at a, at a march? Really? He was so damn proud. <laughs> I thought I was gonna tear up and cry. Yeah. It was like he was standing up all straight and yeah. stuff. And that's the kind of effect because like when you say like artists can be selfish, you're doing the show for you. But through that man, like man, that show, I, that show is totally for me. And not only that. That show to me is man. It's 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 it it educates those white folks. It's for them. Like they're the ones who need to see it. Right, like right. like the black man. Like the old the older black gentleman was very proud. And right. someone like me respects the artist. But I respect it in all sorts of ways as an artist. What you're doing up there, everything. And then the but the crowd they need this. Like the the the, the this is the be, and this is the best way to get to them. Like any other way, you're yelling at them. Any other way, you're preaching to them. And and no one wants that man. In fact, I think I think they're the most hard headed. Right. Like, you know, if they're more offended at being called racist than actually being racist. But that's, that's where the, that's where the, uh, the push them away, pull them back in mm -hmm. comes in. Well, you get them to laugh at the actual racism, right. which makes them open-minded. He, five, you know, he, he and, Trump's got some niggerish ways. And to be able to, exactly, and to be able to, and to be able to make points, and to be able to, to say, you know, give them credit, and say, Donald Trump has been in office, three million new jobs, all comedians. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that line. Yeah, so they, you know, so they disarms them because like, okay, this is gonna beat up, be beat up Trump light. So you know, and then I do a couple of other things, obviously, but no, dude, it's it's my favorite show for a lot of reasons. Uh, I like it. I actually got fired from Royal Caribbean because of it. Uh, well, that, but that's, but see, I gotta be honest. But, that's, the, but that's what that kind of show does. They were gonna suspend me. Yeah. And uh, and this was God. They were gonna suspend me. And, but I had one more date to do with him. So everybody, my agent says, you do this one more date, you know, if you can just, just switch it up and not do any of that stuff, which I desperately did not want to do. But I just wanted to do that date because my agent had got me the thing, and I know that. But then, when I got that date, Carnival gave me an offer mm -hmm. to take out the Horizon out of Barcelona. Had never been to Barcelona. Brand new ship. I want to be the first comedian on their course. It's a great Spain. Deal. Spain. It's a great deal. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay. Do I want to sacrifice Barcelona for a cruise line that won't allow me to be myself, even though being myself is not really that offended? It's not really that offensive. I, that's a very strategic show. And just because I mm -hmm. say the N-word in the show, you know, they take it mainstream uh, N-word. They take it hip-hop N-word. No, it's not. No. And I don't use it uh, uh, in a form of speech. Uh, a street form of speech. I use it in an educational way. And if they don't get that... No, it's funny as hell the way you use it. Use it. No, it, it, now see now, but now I think the birth of that kind of show, like you say, the evolution from the seller tour to this and to what the show is probably becoming. Like, but I mean, because like this is the volume process. We're watching this, right? We're watching this evolve. What I mean, something like this isn't com ever completed, right? It's right. a it's an ongoing conversation that you're going to be you're engaged in. And, and, and created based on 
things that happen every day in the mm -hmm. news and everything else. I mean, I, I ran by you a, a line earlier today just about about customer service and like the things that we can agree on. They're different categories. Like the stuff that we can agree on would be great in that show. Yeah, man. Now listen, man. Listen, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not your agent, producer, director. I think this could be a show every week. Yeah. But I'm a big fan. You know, but now this, but I know it's going to evolve into more, and I know. Listen, there's going to be more, and we're going to talk about the new cruise because we're going to follow up. When we do the new cruise, to, <laughs> you're going to do this. You're going to do the Situation Room to naked people sitting on towels, and I want to see because man, man, I'm dude. I I might take my eyeball because I don't want to miss shit. By I, if I blink, I don't want to miss shit because there's going to be Trump fans and and they're going to be naked. You're going to have naked Trump fans. I think they get hard-ons when you talk about Trump. We would actually be able to see them sweat. Yep. We can't see the perspiration, mm -hmm. but I know they're sweating under their arms nope. when the show started. Especially the people that didn't know, that didn't come to shows prior to when I gave the disclaimers. Oh, my God. Into it. Just walk in naked to the, the oh, my God. That's going to be hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. Sir, I just mentioned, did your penis just twitch? <laughs> did you, when I said Trump, did you twitch? twitch yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We might say that. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> oh my god it's gonna be crazy but call me for this podcast speaking of which okay call me for this podcast we got naked people coming next week uh fitness yeah. i have been working really hard on getting down because i'm gonna do one of these shows not buck naked i'm gonna wear my skivvies i'm gonna wear my shorts not my drawers i'm wearing my shorts my shorts my skivvies people think i'm wearing my drawers i won't do that because I, I i i can't go naked naked i'm wearing my i'm wearing these shorts that i'm probably wearing right now and my knee brace and a pair of comfortable shoes. Right. And I hope it's not... See, okay, now, quick side... Then they're going to turn up the heat because it's cold on the ship in general. They should. There are several modifications they should make right. for, for heat being one of them. Because the crew might be burning up because they got to work around. But, like, dude, it, it's chilly in some of these lounges. Way more clean towels. Like, just... I think there's going to have towel stations. They're going to have just towel stations. More, more hand, hand sanitizer stations. They have to be all... Not just hand sanitizer. Coochie sanitizer. <laughs> but no, no, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna. But no, but okay. So, man, yeah, but you just gotta wear shoes. I mean, from what I know, they 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 get, they can be naked everywhere they want to be. I mean, apparently in the lab, I, I think the rules are a little flexible too. Because yeah. I think like I don't think they know where like I think some of the crew doesn't know where you're not allowed to be naked, and like I think all the people are gonna be like, well, fucking, we're here to be naked. Yeah, like we're here to be naked, like. There's a place we can't be naked. Like some of them say, oh, they can't be naked in the dining room. Why can't they? You know they want to eat naked. Can you imagine? They want to do everything naked. A naked dude in an argument with somebody. I mean, just we're gonna see it. Yeah, we're gonna see it. Somebody's gonna argue. For bloated naked people after too much food, dude. after dinner, naked. And they have to be careful with the gas. Oh God. Think about that. Naked shirts. Oh, hey man. This no. It's all real life. It's all it's all real life. So I'm doing a show, uh, but now I'm I'm down from when I started thinking about this. I'm down two hundred five. I made it down to one ninety eight, and I ballooned back up to two hundred two. And so it's what well, I drink, I drink, I drink, and I get the munchies. And so and so I always keep it real. But I'm doing keto now, high fat, low carb. I'm doing that right now, and it's working for me. And I'm, I'm proud of myself. But this show, I'm going to do one. I'm just going to no, no. I don't think we're allowed to take any pictures. I don't think we're allowed to take pictures, but but you're as my proof. This now, show will happen. If I see somebody videotaping me, that's going to be one of my lines. If I see somebody videotaping or taking a picture of me, then that's going to give me full license to take a picture of them. And oh, that's good. If you're caught in that picture, that's not my fault. Oh, that's good. 
Oh, oh, that's good. I like that. Can I? Can I? Can I have some of that? Because I like that. I like that. If because I, I want if someone takes a picture of me, that's the only reason I can take a picture of naked ass. Because okay, that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that a lot. So you're smart. I like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> when, you're, when you're taking video, well, yeah, it's a war of escalation. Yeah, cause you're down. What's up? Yeah, no, Did you think about this cruise like that? Huh? Did you think about this cruise like that? What? Did you think about hey, naked people? No, man. I thought about. I, I just gotta get down, dude. I just don't like health. I don't like having to wear my shirt. I don't like. I was. I was very envious of you last night. Because you had your shirt tucked in and you had the belt on. <laughs> I got a little thing I'm still working I'm on. So <laughs> I'm like, look at this. I was tucked in. I should be tucked. I don't want to tuck yeah, in. Yeah. I don't want to tuck. I should be untucked. Yeah. I should be untucked. No, no, good, good. Trying to get lean, man. Trying to get lean. Exactly. Comedy Fitness. Yeah, yeah. But, but, the, but, the, but the best fitness motivator for me has been, has been sickness. Talk to me. Yeah, man. No, I, had a, I had a migraine. The surgery. Yes, the sign of surgery and stuff. So I was sick for about a month. So, like, when I would do ships and whatever, basically all I would do, man, is, is stay in my cabin. Yeah. I was seen every morning because that, that helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. And of course, that, that helps. Yeah. I steam. I love it here. I would, I would eat religiously three times a day because I had to take medicine. Didn't have that much of an appetite because I had a migraine most of the time. Mm. And the, the sinus diet is the coldest, <laughs> is the coldest shit out there. Because, I mean, you know, you take the medicine, you got to eat with the medicine. You don't want to eat. You lay mm-hmm. down all day. I don't move around. I just walk to the show and back. And basically, that, that was it. No, listen. Sickness is a good starter to get healthy. Yeah, and I, I got, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at 220 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, my maximum weight has been 225. But when I was sick, I got down to 213. Mm, how do you feel about that? Like, what do you want to be? What do you want to be? What do you want to live at? Like, to live. Like, Five-pound fluctuation. I like my... Yeah. But, you know, it's getting to a point where, okay, 36 is my goal, but these 38s is comfortable. Yeah. Comfortable. And they make these nice stretchy jeans now, too. I know. <laughs> they express from that. That's all I brought. I love that shit. But now, okay, so now on this cruise, I'm going to try, like, while the naked people are here, I'm still going to try to maintain. I'm going uh, to try to go. We're going to go to the gym today, right? Yeah. I mean, I know you mentioned that. What are you thinking about working out? What are you thinking about yeah, doing? Yeah, what are you going to work? Oh, no, man. I was going to do whatever you did. I got, I got up this morning. I got up this morning. And I'm thinking, man, I'm going to the gym today. I got this. <laughs> do it. When I go, I'll go for a successive day. Yeah. But then when I go home, I don't. I just do sit-ups and stuff at home. But then when I get back out here, it takes me that one day. It takes that one day for the jump off. To get in the rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Once I hit that jump off day, then I'll go. Then it's, it's no problem. It's I'm easier to be healthier out here. We got we got control of our which day. Is, which, is, which is actually the contrary to being on the road. Oh, Unhealthy as fuck. You're eating terrible food, all fried, no exercise, you're in a car. Late every night, you're in a, you're in a train city with a car, with yeah. nothing to do all day, so you don't go out and have Sugary, sticky foods, yeah. I did a lot of sitting. I would sell CDs just to do stuff during the day. Oh, there you go. If I didn't sell anything that night, I'd stay in my, my room or my condo all day. Yeah. Man, I, man, I got me on. We talked about today, man. I do not. The road was not romantic for me. I do not miss. <laughs> I do not miss as much. I know a lot of comments are like, "Oh man, remember back on the road?" I'm like, "Man, I hated not eating. Yeah. I hated not eating. Not eating did not make me funnier. <laughs> but it made me bitter as fuck." Yes. 
Well, well, what they're doing now is there's a whole, there's a skinny bitch line from that Beth Frankel chick, and and she calls it skinny bitch line. I'm not being derogatory, and it's basically any white liquors like you see right now. Like I'm a low grade functional alcoholic on ships. Very honest about that. Mostly stoner, but when it comes to ships, I do drink a little bit. And so I have right now I got white liquor because it's it's lower in calories. So I get the white liquor because it's got low lower lower carbohydrates and lower sugar, and so I mix that with a, um, you know, I try to go Powerade Zero. And, or Sprite Zero, a lot of zeros. Now, I know like, people out there yelling about aspartame and shit. Yeah, I know aspartame, but I know what sugar does. Aspartame is probably bad for you, too. It is. It is, but like I, I need to lower my, 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 my index. To, to my car was down. So I'm doing that. And so that's basically low, low mojito, anything, um, white rum, uh, vodka, um, all white liquors mixed with anything, natural juices. But juices start getting, you know, but again, anytime you start adding color, now your whiskeys, are tough. Yeah. That's tough. Whiskey straight over ice, you still, you're talking about any brown liquor, you know, it's, got, yeah. it's, it's whiskey, so it's got to have sugar in it. But, you know, I tell people, like, it's, it's drinking. Like, to me, it, it, I want the buzz. Right. So, to me, it's worth the calories. Like, right. to me, like, I'm going to have a little fun. Like, so I stopped eating a little earlier because I wanted to drink. And plus, it helps me sleep. I'd rather do, I mean, it may not be the most healthy option, but I'd much rather do, uh, I meet Ambien. Yes. I've seen terrible side effects from Ambien. Yes, 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 yes. We're the, we're in the business. We're friends, and you can't mix those things. You can't mix alcohol. Yeah, man. You can't mix alcohol and these drugs. Yes. Yes. Then boom, Let's get back to the naked people in the gym. Yes. Oh God! The weight is on your neck. Oh God! Uh, oh God! The person in the gym is a naked eighty-year-old uh, white man. Oh God! He has to lift the bar off your neck. The only way he can lift the bar off your neck, yeah, is to pretty much oh God have your face in his naked scrotum. So let me ask you this. Oh God! Do you uh, asphyxiate? <laughs> Do you allow your larynx to be crushed, or? Do you go ahead and allow the naked scrotum of, of, of an 80-year-old black man to press against your nose? <laughs> was he white or black? Was black. I don't know which is worse. I don't know which is worse. I know. It's all bad. Bro, you're nuts. Oh, white man. Sir, you know. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, young buck. I won't tell anybody else. He might be. Because the naked white dude be proud. He'd tell everybody. He'd tell everybody. That team bad, this little nigger, take his weight off today. First of all, he had too much weight on there. Second of all, just boom, boom, boom. Boom. Shit. He was weak and he didn't know he was good. Okay, see. Fuck, dude. That You picked the right scenario, too. But but you asked the question. Ah, but. Uh, uh, see, my toxic masculinity yeah. tells me that <laughs> I should die yeah. rather than have those nuts anywhere near me. Yeah, but but I got a five-year-old man, so I got the nuts right. gonna nuts gonna go on my forehead, right. and okay. I gotta get that thing off my neck. Okay, okay. But the thing is, even if you died uh, <laughs> because, of your, because of your principles, there, there's, there's nobody that would know. 
Nobody would know. No. You're a martyr to who? Yeah. Which makes you not a martyr. I think you're just yeah, stupid. I'd have, to, I'd have to take that L too. I'd have, yeah, yeah. I'd have to go to a lot of church after that, though, bro. I'd have to get a lot of holy water to, to you know, yeah. the scrub, not only the, <sighs> the stench and the, and the shame from my face. <laughs> he would take his time getting it. <laughs> you're like, why do your nuts have to move when you're trying to get the bar off my face? I don't know why. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God, we can't do that. that. That is the scenario that's going to come up. There's going to be naked working out. There's going to be naked, all kinds of naked, awkward. Because everything you do with clothes on is awkward naked. Everything you do. How many times have you seen live? I mean, the thing is, it's not, again, it's not sexual. I think they have to understand it's the spectacle. Like, there are things that we're going to see, I'm going to see that I've never seen. Like, I've never seen live, like, flopping titties on a treadmill. I've never seen it. It's not sexual. I just want to look at it. Like, if you had a foot. <laughs> Like growing out of your head, I'm not looking at it because if I had a fuck growing out of my head, I, I'd have to understand that you're not looking at it to be disrespectful to me. You've never seen a foot coming out of anybody's head. The same thing. You look at oddities. Flopping titties. There are going to be flopping titties. Shuffleboard. Dude, just sitting is awkward naked. Oh, the uh, uh, hip abductor and adductor. Ab and adductor. In and out. No, someone's gonna do it. We got it upstairs. Somebody's gonna do it naked, and you're gonna see full. I think there's gonna see now. I see. I'm sorry, man. Like, see, like, like. And I also think there's gonna be occasionally random fucking. You're gonna have naked people in alcohol. Like vinegar, old women, they do, they do the vinegar, the, the douchey, douchey. The messing girl. Messing girl douche. Bro, it is hilarious. Mike Epps, really. Oh yeah, the, 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 the faded tour that 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 album Vinegar. Really. Because Mike Epps could be ignorant, Bro. but he's funny. He's yeah, funny. He's funny. Thing, L.A. Cat. No, I think Mike Epps is funny. Okay, okay, this is a great point. It's ignorant, mm-hmm. but it's the artistic side of ignorant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but listen, I, I think there's a big tent, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. Of, of oh, yeah. And, then, and that's not very, very complimentary. Mm-hmm. But he is just like a very artistic. Like, he'll take these, these same scenarios that we talked about earlier but he'll pluck something else like really obscure out of it mm-hmm. that's really hood that you don't really think about. You know, See, that's good. Like your vaccination bit. Man, no, it is true. It's true. I like that. No, it's true. I like that. I like that. No, you're right. You know, we got to do that. That's what our bits like. You know, you know, you have a lot of them, but like, you know, that, that we want those clever bits. We want those bits. And in my guess, that's cool, man. Yeah, man. That's cool, man. I, I, I watch that. I always want to give shout outs to good specials. Back to my original point, if we smell vinegar throughout this, we'll know what's up because like before they leave the cabin, that's how the older ladies do it. If they got a vaccination uh, scar, they put the, they, they put the vinegar. They put the, <laughs> the pucker out the pucker. <laughs> it ties right up. Vinegar does. does yeah, vinegar. Does it really do that, by the way? Because yeah, I could use that as a tag now. I don't know if vinegar really does. They were around the house, but I mean. Yeah, I remember using it as a toy. Yeah, but now, are they still around? I don't 
I don't see commercials for masking. I heard it was bad for women because it stripped them of their natural juices. Mm, yeah. I don't own a coochie. Okay. Yeah, but these women, these women's natural juices have long since gone. I mean, there are no more juices, so I think that the vinegar is probably a, a workable option on the cruise ship just to make sure that the coochie is tight enough as to not, because they're older and there's going to be, you know, they have problems with what they call incontinence. Incontinence. Inco- incontinence is a whole other thing, I think. But incont- yeah, yeah, because uh, the, po- the, the coochie can get the laser vaginal rejuvenation and all that shit. That is true. Oh, what are we, man, what are we, maybe we should, we should just leave and just go, you freaked us out too much, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How about, we would get a lot more respect if we just didn't do it at all. So, you know what, under protest. The show? Yeah. Does not go? You guys are nasty? Hey, you know what, guys? I just, I just couldn't do it. But they asked us specifically. Like, the person who booked us was like, it's naked people. Are you gonna be okay? Like they, you know, and I and I was a little too enthusiastic. She thinks I'm a pervert. Well, I thought it was gonna be, you know, I didn't know it was gonna be old naked people though. You didn't? I didn't know. Not, not, not a jump. You thought maybe what? After, remember that one scene in uh, in uh, Boomerang when uh, Eddie Murphy first met Lady Eloise, and they had to do the door. Marcus. Yeah, and the dude that brought him in there to see her. How you looked at Eddie Murphy when he got in there with Lady Eloise, and then the way out, you heard a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel like everybody else looked at us when we took this gig. And they're like, yeah, okay, the cruise, the cruise is, is Lady Eloise, but you don't know what you're in for. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make it darker? <laughs> a little darker. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be darker. So nothing's going to happen, right? The light's going to be, probably not going to be as. I don't know, man. Dude, there's so many things. I'm still up cooked on the temperature, man. Like, I'm worried about eating. I'm worried about. Everything you do clothed is weird, naked, except fucking. Really? I mean, if you th- and even that is kind of funny and abstract. I mean, you know, you look at people. Are the people that are ladies that have dentures, are they going to wear them? If it's just about freedom. Freedom. Are they going to wear the dentures or just not? Freedom. Be real, be real. I think it's about freedom. On this, on this cruise. Do they wear body jewelry? Do they wear body jewelry? Do they have more tattoos? Do you adorn your coochie? When it's going to be seen. Yeah, I mean, and the whole grooming thing went to. Will there be a Tanzanite butt plug? We don't know. <laughs> Did, we Did that come up last night? Yeah, well, At some point, we were talking about a Tanzanite butt plug. And I remember thinking how fucking uncomfortable <laughs> would a Tanzanite butt plug be. Because like, there's no way for it to be totally smooth. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> the shit we get through. Oh, God. Yes, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. What will be seen... Okay, now, Kai Fitness Podcast. Uh, real quick, uh, Potstock update uh, for all my Potstock heads uh, out there. We're, we're This week, uh, we're really like Afria and Kronos. Um, it's not just this week. And we're later on um, in future episodes of the Kai Fitness Podcast, we're going to break down some other Potstocks to really talk about the difference between CBD, which is the CBD oils that are more for the really medical-grade pharmaceutical side, and then good old-fashioned getting high. Because I think there's two... Uh, Afri and Kronos are the ones we're really highlighting that this sounds, week. That sounds like names for really eccentric black people. Well, we, <laughs> it is. Really, right? hey, listen, these pot stocks take off. These will be hood names in five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't think they're going to be hood names. I think they're going to be like really eccentric names. Like Afria is a name for a very eccentric black kid. <laughs> Kronos, which is the god of uh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But 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 you know we we appropriate all the time. You want to talk about cultural appropriation? Yeah. We're good at it. Black people, we will hate. We will we, we will Carlos a kid up. We we don't give a fuck. We will, we will think. Well, and even though we're black, I think it's weird. When we're like you're like listen. I'm black. My family, I think, is mostly from the south. I know we're from Africa, but I think it's cultural appropriation. When we take African names. Cause no lie, like like I think I still get make, make exactly. I still make fun like <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> what uh, what shit in the first house party movie? Uh, what uh, Martin Lawrence's character named Bilal? Yeah, and then oh, yeah. and then he's like, "Fans ain't from Africa. What the fuck your name, Bilal? What am I? I mean, that was common. Oh God, I miss Robin Harris. But yeah, that's the quick pot stock updates. We're gonna have more for you too. I still say uh, check out that Robin Hood app if you can. All right, man. Now. Before we get to the big plug, because there's a there's a bunch of things you got going on. I mean, you're doing your plays. I mean, uh, <clears throat> the stand up, of course. The the Situation Room, which I think is you know, which I think is the shit, the shit, the shit, the shit. But you got a lot of stuff going on. I know you got some things that you really care about that you want to talk about. But now, before we get out of here, we always got to mention, man. Right now, topical events: the shutdown. Right. Okay. Now we we have talked about Trump. But now the shutdown. The only reason I bring up the shutdown is because I think this is going to be one of those events that we're going to talk about years to come. Because this is one of the big ones. Because I think the shutdown might partly be is my is my is me put my little tinfoil hat on. I think he shut down the government on purpose because he's doing a bunch of weird shit. Not just the normal weird shit. Not just the normal killing the EPA and and the and the stuff that we know about. I think there's some really weird shit going on in the government right now, and that's the reason they shut it down. Well, it's, it's the, I know. It's, it's the biggest story, and the biggest story covers up for all the other stories. When the shutdown is over, they nope. get back to Russia, and they don't want to get back to Russia. Now Russia's still in the news, but it's still always a second story. And the more they talk about the shutdown, the less they talk about everything else. Yeah, man. And that's what that's what Trump is is uh, is so brilliant at. Like changing the, changing the, the narrative. He's, the, He's the, best, the best media manipulator we've ever had. This is amazing. And then, and then getting away with man, the, the government. Trump. It's like clockwork. Da 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 bam. Da 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 bam. Da 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 bam. Da da bam. But I. D- but having people that aren't working, man. Like we, we travel all the time, man. Like okay, TSA agents aren't happy anyways. I've never had pity for them until now. Yes, yeah, true. Because never had pity for them. They have fucked up our day a couple of times. I've, I've been, and I, I've been, I've been, a, I've been assault. The, the most me too I've ever had is by a TA's agent. They touched my balls twice. His back of his hand, but I still like, like I've never been like. I mean, that was odd to me. I'm like, oh, oh, um, God, Jesus. I mean, I know what everybody's talking about now. I don't want you to touch my balls. You touch my balls. <laughs> I know what everybody's talking about now. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh. They do. They pat down people, but if they don't do it on the news, if they if they pat down the people with clothes on, you have to ask yourself: Is that some form of discrimination? Well, it's garment discrimination. It's gar- well, I think the garment the, the garment wearing people can probably you know push that one, but I think the the argument is if you're naked, we can see that you don't have shit on you. Yeah, but they can't go in your tutor. That's just nasty. That's just nasty. They spread they start spreading cheeks on motherfuckers. They do that in prison, I believe. 
That, no, 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 we're good. We're, we're not, but I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about that poor. We do that. We can go off on tangent. That poor Filipino or, or poor Indian. Security guard. I don't want to look at his ass. We need a female to check this ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, what say about? Oh, oh, no, we're good. Let's try this one. I wouldn't jump in front of a bullet for free. Listen, okay, man. I respect all these people doing their jobs for free because because if if, if 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 Carnival or any cruise ship or any comedy club said we can't pay you, it'd be like, okay, bye. I'm okay. okay we're not doing the, the show because you apparently you're out of money. And also being open, being bribed now openly. Yeah. Like okay, like like okay, like. Uh, oh, if I'm a Russian agent right now, right. right now is a good time to go. Like, hey, do you need twenty grand? Because we just need one. We just need one thing, and we and you're probably a little strapped because you were strapped before. Yeah, we need to let these two guys in. That's all you got to do. You got to not pay attention. All we need is you not pay attention for twenty seconds. You, 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 yep. Yeah. Oh God. Exactly. He's he's not going to look like a typical, you know, Muslim. He's going to be bald and no beard, but still <laughs> with glasses. And he's going to talk weird. Yeah, but but still, you know, please do frisk him. Thank you. You're going to find all my vape pens now. But now, okay, uh, Fitness podcast. Going to wrap it up. Going to the big plug. Oh, perfect on time, man. What's up? What's up? What do you what what what? Out of everything going on, an ability to watch the universe. What do you want people to not focus on? But what do you what do you what do you want to to plug? Basically, we're called the big plug for a reason. What's weird is uh, uh, I have uh, I have a brand new reality show secret thing that I can't really talk about right now. Talk about it. I can't talk about it. But it's a podcast. I, I know. I know, but it's a podcast, so that means like this will probably be out in like two weeks. I don't know how that is about your time frame. Yeah, but, but tease the people. Come on, tease the people. I think it's gonna be great. This is my second favorite thing you're doing. You got so much shit you do that I love. Yeah, um, I have these. Uh, I have these plays that I write. Uh, you know, one love that too. I have an attachment that's. Uh, I have one that has an attachment of a, of a pretty prominent. I'd say A minus B actress. No, it's A. Yeah, I'd say A. Everybody knows her name. Everybody knows who that person is. That's going on. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody knows who that is. For, wait, for, wait, what? Yeah, I write these paranormal stories about cruise ships. I have, I have like short paranormal stories about on cruise ships. Short paranormal stories about cruise ships, man. I send them to my, you know, my, like BT and mm -hmm. John Wick. Oh, yeah, well, come on, seven, 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 come on, man. I read. But they're super creepy stories that I just kind of come up with. Uh -huh. I mean, I don't know, like, I, 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 I will never be as aggressive or as uh, ambitious with this or as... Uh, 
imaginatively ambitious with this as to say that it could end up being a book someday. Pamphlet. But but I can, you know, when I have nothing to do, I can always come up with a weird scenario for something. Man, what if? And then the ideas just start coming. Well, man, a collection of short stories is great, man. Come yeah. on. Who doesn't like collection of essays and short stories? That's how I read. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I like those. Like right. Malcolm Gladwell, I like, I like essays. Because one, you know? because one uh, I was inspired because uh, I woke up, you know, before a show. You ever do that and you're like groggy? And sometimes you fall into a deep sleep before a show. Mm-hmm. I, really, I was in a, like, a really deep sleep and my alarm went off. So the alarm went off and I went to the elevator. And, you know, normally, like, when we go to the elevator in our area, it's, it's just bustling with people. There was nobody there. And then I go up to the floor, to the promenade, and when I get out of the elevator, there's nobody there. Now, when I walk a few steps more, then I start to see the hustling, the bustling, whatever. But that, but the, but the beginning of that prompted me to write a story about a comedian that on a cruise ship, and he wakes up to go to a show, and nobody's there. And he continues to walk, and he gets into the room, and everybody's in there to see him. Mm-hmm. But you have to read it in order to. Everybody's dead. He's dead. He's in hell. That's hell. Come on, I want to read. I want to read. I like. I like. Because that, that's scary. Because that's my hell. No, no, it's scary. It's a cruise ship. I'm all alone on a cruise ship. Ain't no one. Ain't no one give a fuck about me. There's no one anywhere on the ship until you go in this lounge. We're, we're all here. Wait on you, motherfucker. And then as soon as you leave, we're we're not here. We're not. They're only there. It's the only place they care. Oh, it's so lonely. It's so lonely. <laughs> I like that, man. I want to see that. I want to hear that. No, okay. Very cool. Man. And, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing my album, doing the Situation Room, my album with Aiden Brown Gorilla. Mm-hmm. So the Situation Room also as an album, not a standalone show. Do it as an album. Okay. In long form. Love that. It's going to be clean other than the N-word. Mm-hmm. I, I want to challenge myself to do the whole show entirely clean. Yeah. To point to the general public and to point to myself that I can cover these things. I can access these different areas and, and still do it. Clean. Well, I think especially initially for it to go as wide as I like it to go. Yeah. With that you have to, yeah. and then you could, of course, like when it, when it goes to HBO, you could, of course, like you know, clear. Oh, I'm very optimistic. I'm very optimistic. I'm very optimistic about the situation. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man, no problem. Thank you for gracing it, man. Thank you for coming on the Common Fitness Podcast. We're, this is part one of part two. We're gonna talk next week uh, when we have the new from the new perspective and talk about some other things too. Say we're the best face balls in your face. Yeah, well, if you're there, it's even worse. I think. <laughs> What do you call like 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 those underground scavenger hunts, like digital scavenger hunts? Like we got it. Okay, okay. All right, fly. Oh, so we got picture of balls too. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I mean not to be phobic, but I don't really want to take a picture of balls. Oh, we could cheat and just take a picture of our balls. But I gotta be honest, I think they're so unattractive. That's my big thing with the real quick sidebar. That's why my biggest thing. I don't think the human body is gorgeous in those areas anyways. Like, okay, I know women like penises. I think they're ugly. And I need vaginas in my life. But I don't think all of them are pretty. Yeah. I think a lot of them are not. Right. A lot of them are not. And ones that I loved. I've I've been married to vaginas that I wasn't accepting really? I didn't that I didn't like. I mean visually. I still like the vagina, it was functional. I need I needed the vagina. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> 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 an attitude. What kind of attitude 
in a general? Yeah. I don't. I, Yes. Yes. Very yes. Polite. <laughs> Whatever the accent, very British accent. Yeah, with perfectly placed lips and the, you know. Yeah, how are you? But the hair ones that. Ah! Angry, 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 and spits. It's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> We're going to see some angry vaginas next week. Angry. Angry vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes. Angry vaginas. Angry vaginas. When, I, when I write out the synopsis for this one, yeah. it's going to be our, our new band, Angry Vaginas. I like this. So we're going to end on that because it's going to get a crazy. Thank you all so much for listening to the Confidence Podcast. Billy, thank you so much for coming out. Everybody can see you on the website podcast. Yeah, and we're going to get your website again. Facebook, Billy D. Washington. Thank you, guys. Angry Vagina. And remember, always laugh your ass off. Peace.